With trade winds swirling and the potential for a few faces on the Wild roster to be exiting either at the deadline or beyond, we look at why the Wild should feel good about having Connor Dewar and Brandon Duhame on the roster to fill in. I'll tell you why today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Just as a reminder, you can find Lockdown Wild on your favorite podcast platforms absolutely free of charge. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we show some love for both of the Deweys, Connor Dewar and Brandon Duhame, talking about why they are ready for expanded roles with the team. And we will shift our focus towards Saturday's game against the Buffalo Sabres by talking about a couple of line changes that look like they are in the works. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On Sports. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. The Wild, even after the win against the Philadelphia Flyers, kind of find themselves in a little bit of a weird spot with a couple of guys on the roster that are potentially on their way out, not really giving you the performance that you would typically like to see and may have just fallen out of favor entirely. And when those players are gone, I don't think the Wild need to worry about missing much from a particular couple players because there are some guys on the roster that are ready to step in and fill spots yesterday. We'll start with Jordan Greenway, who, and I don't know if this is just because I have kind of entered ready to move on mode in that case. Jordan Greenway it has been widely speculated to uh, be on the block to the point that Michael Russo even said in his latest, uh, I believe it was straight from the source, that uh, it would not be a surprise if Greenway was moved by the trade deadline, has just fallen out of favor here and a point that we have hit time and time again just has really, it doesn't seem like he has really used the size that he brings to the table um, as well as he could. And so... I am to the point that I'm ready to see that happen, that trade, whatever it brings back in return, for an opportunity for Brandon Duhame to slot in and take that Jordan Greenway role. Now, we saw last night Duhame was one of the four that fought against the Philadelphia Flyers, won his fight, if that's the kind of thing that you count, but I find it interesting that in fewer games, Duhame has done more than Greenway has this season. Greenway, a player you think of with physicality, you think of hits, you think of throwing his body weight around and, uh, and not afraid to 
try to be physical with other players out there on the ice. But did you know in 30 games so far this season for Jordan Greenway, he has 30, uh, 47 hits uh, that have registered officially. Had 155 hits last year in 62 games. Brandon Duhame has 75 hits in 24 games this year. He had 201 in 80 games last year, and he has cut his penalty minutes with 122 in 80 games last year. He's cut his penalty minutes down to where he has 33 in 24 games so far this season. Brandon Duhame does not seem like a player that is worried about throwing his weight around out there on the ice. He enjoys it. He looks like a player that really enjoys being physical and trying to frustrate opponents. Something that it just does not seem like Jordan Greenway does on a regular basis. And with as pesky of a center as Jewel Eriksson is currently, it feels like a perfect match to put Brandon Duhame on that line to give you a couple of guys that are just a pain to play against when you're out there on the ice. Felino being the physical portion of the bunch in terms of size, Duhame still, like I said, Duhame is substantially smaller than Greenway. Greenway checks in at 6'6", 227. Duhame checks in at, um, and of course, they don't have it listed here, but he's not 6'6", obviously. So, shorter, smaller, but more physical than what Jordan Greenway brings to the lineup. And so, logical spot for that to go once Greenway has been um, moved off the roster. I don't think you miss much in that situation because you go from a player who has the size, doesn't use it as much as as he should, to a player that maybe doesn't but uses it more. Uh, and so I think Brandon Duhame is ready for that type of role. We've seen him fill in for Jordan Greenway on the grief line at times uh, previously this season. He was elevated last night against the Flyers, played with Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau. And Duhame has speed to his game, yes. Maybe not a fit in in a more offense-oriented role. But again, the things that I always come back to that I like about Brandon Duhame's game, his physicality, he uses it a lot. He is not afraid to throw hits around out on the ice. And that is something that this wild team desperately needs outside of some of their top guys. He's a high-motor player. You are getting good minutes from him when he's out there on the ice. He is going to give you a spark. He brings energy. He brings kind of that frantic pace uh, when he's out there that, again, I think would pair very well with Jewel Eriksson at center. And beyond that, I think we have seen him really learn when to when it's okay to take a penalty uh, in the case of, of a fight or, or things like that. We've seen him cut down on the level of retaliatory penalties or frustration penalties that uh, have been levied so many times 
against guys like Ryan Hartman that is driving this team absolutely insane. We've seen him really tone that back as he kind of hones it in as a, a young player to the point that I'm, I'm fully of the mindset that he should be retained. And I think if you're looking to still have that grief line element to this team uh, beyond this season while subtracting a piece from it and still having it be similar production-wise, Brandon Duhame is the one to do it. So I don't think the Wild need to worry about any sort of drop in performance or production there because I think you've got a guy that is fully capable of doing all those things and he, he seems to more utilize the skills that he has as opposed to the current occupant of that spot on that line who just really doesn't seem like he does. So that spot I'm not worried about really at all. Connor Dewar, a player who I think is also deserving of a bigger role, more opportunities based off of what we see on the ice. And so we'll plead his case for an expanded opportunity on this team as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by the new sports betting partner for Locked on Sports. That, of course, is FanDuel. They are the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. There are so many great features to make sports betting on uh, make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers, you can head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, and when you place your first $5 bet, you'll get $150 in free bets guaranteed. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player props, plus you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. NFC Championship game and AFC Championship game going on this weekend – plus the Wild taking on the Buffalo Sabres. If it were me, I would hammer the over in the Wild Sabres game and uh, probably lean under in the two conference championship games myself. But if you want to do that or so much more, make sure you don't miss out and head to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of Locked On Sports. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On NHL podcast to get a full look at everything going on throughout the NHL, absolutely free of charge on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Connor Dewar deserves more of an opportunity on this Minnesota Wild team. And here's why. Because he is able to bring multiple elements to this team that it desperately needs. He has speed. He has a great instinct for making plays, especially when on the penalty kill. He's become kind of the silent assassin of the Wilds' penalty kill. No shock that he is among the leaders in the NHL in terms of shorthanded goals, shorthanded points. 
because he has just this tendency to be able to read what is going on with the opponent and react accordingly and then use his speed heading down the other end of the ice for breakaway opportunities or two-on-one opportunities in which he's able to assist and uh, is able to help Mason Shaw or any other players in, um, in creating goals, creating scoring opportunities for this team. And this is a team, the Wild, that need to have players that just have a knack and an instinct for generating offense. The current line pairing that it sounds like may be switching up for Saturday's game. We'll talk about that coming up later in the show. The ability for that Matt Boldy-led line to generate offense has been something that has been very inconsistent throughout the course of the season. And what Dewar, I think, brings, if you're not going to bring Sammy Walker up at this time and you're going to fill the roster internally, I think what... Connor Dewar brings is the ability to add the speed element to that line while also not being responsible for bad penalties and for the most part is much more responsible with the puck than certain other members of this team that are getting top six opportunities and are just not doing a whole lot with them. Dewar also, you talk about the instincts. Big play that comes to my mind last night was, uh, in one instance, the Flyers had a shot on net towards Marc-Andre Fleury. I believe it was on one of their power plays. Uh, A shot towards net on Marc-Andre Fleury, and he was able to partially corral the puck right on the side of the net. But who was there with him helping keep the puck out? of the net, Connor Dewar. You just have to have a knack of knowing and being able to quickly react to what's going on out on the ice. That's something you either have or you don't. And Dewar has that. He has the speed. He has the ability to create opportunities. He has the ability to... He He's currently sitting... With 31 penalty minutes in 46 games played. So he's not a penalty liability as, well, I'm just going to say it, as Ryan Hartman is right now. He's not a penalty liability. He's not going to be somebody that's going to just be in the wrong spot or just have a just ghastly turnover uh, for this team. And is Connor Dewar's ultimate role on more of an offensive team uh, or offensive line as opposed to a defensive line? Well, we will be able to find out if he's elevated into more of that opportunity. I think a guy like Mason Shaw is certainly more of a bottom six guy that is capable of being physical and, and giving you some of those gritty, grimy type moments but I just I feel like there is more to Dewar's game than that, and we won't really know what we have until you get an opportunity to see that in more detail. 
There's a reason he was part of the not going anywhere portion of the Minnesota Wilds trade list as put together by Michael Russo and Joe Smith. That's not by accident. That's because he brings a lot of really valuable characteristics to his game that are just begging for a better opportunity on this team. And so I think there is, at least for this year, there is an opportunity to put him on a line with Matt Boldy and see if that opportunity uh, is one that he can can relish in. And again, this is provided that we're not going to see Sammy Walker for the rest of this season unless there's an injury that, that warrants him being called up. If you're going with, for the most part, the roster that you have, and if you're going to keep Sam Steele on the top line, although I would pay a large amount of money to see a Sam Steele goal opportunity actually be finished. Um, it just it seems like it has been just a a struggle to score with really good looks and some of that's just bad luck. And so if you're going to if you're going to leave Sam Steele on that top line because you like what he's bringing to the table, then you got to look to other speed guys to fill in with Matt Boldy to give that line the element that it is sorely lacking. Again, I I don't really mind Freddie Goudreau as that um, as the center on that line. I I think Freddie Goudreau has had a fine season, but if you're going to put somebody like Ryan Hartman on that line, just does not have the speed to really fit into that situation. So go with somebody that has speed. Go with somebody that has some good instincts around the net and is going to give you a physical battle on the boards for the puck. Again, is going to be responsible with the puck. we got two guys on the roster right now that are getting around 9 or 10 minutes of ice time a game. And I think that is just selling them short of what they're capable of. So you've got two spots on the roster that will likely become open depending on how things go at the trade deadline and into the offseason. And I think the logical fits are right on the roster. So will will we end up seeing that? I probably doubt it because there have been some new looks at practice today in anticipation of tomorrow's game. And so uh, we'll take a look at who was skating with Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. And once again, we say thank you for tuning in to today's episode and for making Locked on Wild your first listen every single day of the week. For your second listen today, make sure you check out the Locked on Sabres podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on Buffalo-wise heading into tomorrow's game. We will have a pregame preview for you to uh, look at some of the things going on throughout Hockey Day Minnesota, as well as the matchup against Buffalo tomorrow night. But uh, Joe Smith tweeting out a couple of things of note from practice today. And again, 
the Wild were practicing here this morning. That was an interesting wrinkle that has uh, popped up over the last couple of days is just the lack of practice time that this Wild team has had throughout the season. And Michael Russo uh, making mention of the fact that this is maybe one of the, the teams that has practiced the fewest since he has been covering the team. And there are a couple of reasons, I guess, as to why that is. Number one being the uh, the biometric equipment that the Wild are using to monitor player performance, energy, things like that, trying to keep a better watchful eye on how players are feeling at any given moment throughout the week to try to optimize the practice time that uh, that they do have to make sure that the guys stay fresh for the games throughout the week, back-to-backs, things along that line. And that's all well and good because I do think keeping an eye on those sorts of things will keep players more fresh throughout the course of the year, gives you an opportunity to maybe catch early on when players are starting to get a little banged up and warrant getting a day off uh, from the lineup. But the lack of practice time, I think, can be summed up by all the penalties and all of the too many men on the ice, uh, hooking, all all those types of penalties that you just scratch your head at and players look frustrated when they're committing these penalties. And so I, I think a little practice time here and there is not going to hurt anybody, especially situationally for this team, which also has been a, uh, a big issue throughout the course of the year. Situational awareness, knowing what's going on at different times in the game. I don't think a little refresher here and there is going to hurt anybody in the slightest. And so it, it is interesting to keep an eye on that. But, you know, when, when looking at the amount of times that this team has actually practiced this year, compared with being one of the most penalized teams in the NHL and to looking at times confused out there, especially on defense, you get what you pay for, basically, is what I'm saying. And... At today's practice, a new line combination was formed, and this was one that actually came together during the Flyers game and led to one of Matt Boldy's two goals. Marcus Felino getting put on the line with Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau um, once again. We saw that earlier in the season when uh, the Wild were trying to, before Jordan Greenway came back, were trying to mix things up a little bit and to try to find those those combinations that work. So it's not the first time we've seen this combination this year. It did result in the goal in last night's game. But again, I think the biggest issue for that line continues to be glossed over. Marcus Foligno is not a speed guy. He is a, a physical, physical presence out there on the ice. And he does have he does have a little bit of kind of offensive intrigue to his game. 
He, I think, does not use it nearly as much as he could. And so it, it was a nice little tic-tac-toe pass from Felino behind the net to Boldy that allowed him to cross in front of Carter Hart and uh, bury the shot for his, I believe it was second goal at the time. So it, maybe, it, maybe it will lead to some more consistency, adding to what has been a great stretch for Boldy over the, uh, the last five games, four goals in that span. But if it doesn't, then we can just go right back to the point and overall arcing theme that we've been talking about with the Boldy line all this time is the one element that really is lacking on that line is the speed. You don't have that like you have with the Kaprizov line or on the nights in which Duhame and Dewar and Shaw or Reeves are playing together. Those guys both obviously bring speed. You just you don't have that on that line, and so it becomes more of a, a slower go with those guys, and therefore it's easier to contend with all at once for opposing defenses. If you have somebody with speed that can quickly get into the zone, allow Boldy and Goudreau to get set up on the back end and work the perimeter, it's that that's what makes that line go at its best. So it's going to be, it looks like Ryan Hartman with Jewel Erickson Eck and Jordan Greenway and uh, Marcus Foligno at least practicing today with Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau. We'll, we'll see how it plays against a team with Buffalo that certainly has plenty of speed and plenty of scoring ability. We'll see if it works, but uh, we'll talk more about that on tomorrow's pregame preview uh, as we uh, gear up for tomorrow night's game. That, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Uh, again, giving a lot of love to the Deweys, as they're called by pretty much everybody who follows this team. Uh, Brandon Duhame and Connor Dewar, more than worthy of an appreciation episode here uh, today. So um, would love to see those guys get an additional opportunity or some extended minutes to, uh, to see what they're capable of. We don't fully, we don't really fully know at this point. So that'll wrap it up. Thank you as always for tuning in to yet another episode of Lockdown Wild. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the NHL. Lockdown NHL is free and available at all of your favorite podcast platforms. Also, make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Wild wherever you listen. Follow us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as YouTube, as well as social media. We're on Amazon Music now. We're also on TikTok, so make sure to follow us everywhere so you don't miss out on any news and notes for the Minnesota Wild throughout the course of the week. We are bringing you new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.